What's good, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. I'd like to welcome you all to the second episode of the Welcome to the Screen Talk podcast. Hope all y'all have a wonderful, blessed week. Make sure to follow me at MJDDoc on Instagram and comment on today's episode. Today, we'll be talking about the casting for the live-action remake, How to Train a Dragon, the James Gunn, DC News, and you're also going to hear my fan cast, who I think should play the main characters, the main superheroes for DC, as well as Marvel News, and we're going to hear about the, we're going to talk about the Marvel Blade synopsis that we just heard about. To start off today, we already had four actors that's already confirmed to join the cast for the Universal Studios live-action remake, How to Train the Dragon which is currently due in the theaters on March 14, 2025. How to Train the Dragon has been a staple in my heart, has been one of my favorite franchises, animated franchises, one of my second all-time animated franchises. First one has to be Shrek. Next one has to be How to Train the Dragon. How to Train the Dragon has been, I watched the scene, the first one in the movie theater, actually seen all of them in the movie theaters, and I always fell, fell in love with that franchise. I love it so much. So hopefully they do right by it. Uh, which I already know the same directors that made it is coming back to do the live-action remake, so I believe he'll do this justice. Also, for Hiccup, we have a Mason Thames. I believe I'm pronouncing it right. Hopefully I pronounced it right. He'll be playing Hiccup and uh, How to Train the Dragon. Basically, he'll Hiccup in the story. If you watch it, he was a young boy trying to find, trying to become the best Viking he can. And he kept trying and trying and failing until he killed trying to kill his first dragon, till he comes across the Night Fury, which he shot out of the sky. He became became unlikely friendship between Hiccup and the dragon. You know, the, the rest of the story. Basically, Mesa Thames, his best roles that he's known for was the Black Phone, which I really loved him in the Black Phone. I really saw him as Hiccup in the Black Phone because we, we saw him as a character, as he played that character. We saw him grow, and he tried to escape the um, basement with, from the black phone, the grabber, the that grabbed him, you know, which I really love that movie. I liked the, that premise of that movie. I didn't like what he did, but <laughs> I liked how the boy had to overcome his fears and he had to basically stand up for himself. I really liked that. Then we have Nico Parker. Her, she's best known. She will be playing Astrid, which is the love interest of Hiccup. She's best known for her roles in the Dumbo remake, and she played two episodes of the live action remake of the live action The Last of Us. She played a Joel's daughter. I don't know if you remember her. She played the first two episodes, and I really like Nico Parker. I feel like she'll do his justice. I know a lot of people, a lot of fans, don't like Nico Parker because she's black. You know, they say the Viking heritage of normally them being white, and I understand where that coming from, but I feel like she'll do right by this role, because she like, shown her, um, she's shown a lot of Astrid in, in Dumbo, and in the two episodes of the Max series, so I was just saying, just give her a chance, give her a shot. Then, we have Gerald, Gerard Butler, he's coming back as Stoic Devast. He first played, um, Stoic Devast in the animated one, so he's coming back to play that same character. Basic stoic. He is he was the chief of the Burke tribe. He was but also the overbearing father for Hiccup. <laughs> Wanted him to become the best Viking as him as he was. Basically, um he starts off the franchise and the message disappeared as Hiccup to, to uh, try to take up his leadership role. 
basically Butler's best notable roles is his role in Zack Snyder's 300, which is King Leonidas, which I loved him as. King Leonidas has been, I remember watching, I always watch it to get that feel good because he really like, uh, you, you get it when you watch it, you get the feeling I'm talking about. <laughs> he also played in the Phantom Opera and the Law Abiding Citizen and the Bounty Hunter. I really like Gerard Butler as an actor. Me, I would, if they ever did a G.I. Joe live action remake, I would have him as Duke. Gerard Butler would probably be my Duke. I know a lot, of, I feel like he'll be great, play a great Duke. I like Gerard Butler as an actor. So. Then we have Nick Frost coming back as Stoic's closest advisor in Burke's Blacksmith, Gobber the Belich. Gobber, he was first played as Craig Ferguson, who is a comedian in the animated series. He played him. Then Frosty's best known roles was in The World's End, Paul, Shaun of the Dead, and Attack the Block. I feel like he will bring that comedic um, power that Craig brought in the animated series. I feel like he'll do that as well. So, definitely looking forward to that. Now, on to the James Gunn DC News. Warner Brothers Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow is taking flight with the House of Dragon star Mila Alec. Mila Alec, she was in House of Dragon. I haven't seen House of Dragon yet. Um, I gotta check it out. I know my friends tell me, you gotta check it out, man. You gotta check it out. So, I gotta check it out. I already seen Game of Thrones. I haven't seen House of Dragon yet. So, I uh, will catch up to that. The Hollywood Reporter has already confirmed this, and she's gonna star as Kara Zarel, the cousin of Superman. She screen tested with the DC Studios bosses, James Gunn and Peter Safran, last week. And the character is expected to appear in DC um, Superman Legacy with David Cornsweet. Supergirl is moving like a speeding locomotive, and the possible the future could be shooting in this fall if the Warner Bros. soon finds its director. Hopefully we get the ball rolling. Mila Alec from the pictures I seen of her. She her she got the right height and she has the face of Supergirl. I feel like she probably would need to put on a little bit of muscle. I know it's probably so. Mm, I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I think she'll do great. I think she has that right um supergirl feel. Like she's been to a traumatized past. She's been through a long time. Cause remember, Supergirl been around for year long, like thousands of years. So she's seen a lot of stuff. So they really need that actor that could really play the complex role for Supergirl. So I feel like Mila Alex she can do that. Now on to the, my fan cast for James Gunn DC Universe. For I'll start off in the Batman universe. For Batman Brave and Bold, I really want Alexander. Love Wing to play as Batman. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please don't roll your eyes at this, but Alexander Lublink as a Batman, we deserve. In the Vikings show, which I seen last year, I believe, he was played that is he proven that he can play that versatile role where he, we can handle anything that throws his way, whether it's a Viking hero or the nerdy cop in the Bad Boys for Life, which I really loved him in. I feel like he can really take this Batman role and onto the beast mode role. Like Ben Affleck did. He, he remind me he could be like a Ben Affleck Batman, but younger. Lovewing is more on 
I believe he got the physical presence and he got that chiseled jawline that's required for that for the role of Batman. And I feel like he got the acting chops to also bring alive the Bruce Wayne, his complex character of him being the charming um, playboy billionaire to this tormented vigilante that is the Dark Knight. So after all that, I, Alexander Lubling, James Gunn, please have him as your Batman. On to Alexander Zubsgard. Zubgard, hopefully I've seen it right. But he is the dude from, um, I forgot what movie he was in. He was in True Blood. He played Eric Northman in True Blood. I believe he would be a great Aquaman. And I, even though I know there are rumors that they plan on rebooting it with um, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa will be out as Aquaman. Probably will be Lobos. Since Aquaman's visual look nothing like the comic book to me, it looked nothing like the comic book. Like, Ale- like Aquaman's supposed to have the blonde hair, supposed to be Jack, and I don't feel like Alexander Skarsgård, but he plays. It's a perfect option for a comic accurate Arthur Curry. Yeah, I feel like he's the way to do it. On uh, back to the Batman, the Brave and the Bold. For our Tim Drake, I will have David Mozua. David Mazua, he was in the hit TV series Gotham. He played the young Bruce Wayne. I don't know if y'all remember him, but I would love to see him come back to play Tim Drake. I feel like um, Tim Drake is like an important figure in the Cape Crusaders world. He was introduced in the 1980s as a fan of Batman who figured out his secret identity, became the Dark Knight ally. He later take on, took on the role of Robin after the second Robin, Jason Todd, was killed off. Basically, um, Drake, his intelligence and computer skills made him a valuable asset to the Batman family, and he eventually became the leader of the Ten Titans. With David at the helm, I feel like David's performance as young Bruce Wayne in Gotham, I feel like um, he was really did a great job. He showed that maturity and depth to that character. Even though he was so young, he's really showed that maturity, which I really loved. And I feel like that can really bring in that Tim Drake. So I will have him as Tim Drake. Now on to Wonder Woman. I'll have Melissa Beretta. Melissa Beretta. He has really shown her acting chops and the lead in screen set during in the last screen movie. She really showed that that Wonder Woman role. Yes, I believe so. With her commanding presence on the screen, Barrera could make a credible Amazon warrior having that fierce, determined roles in the past. You can really see that in vision. And screen, in the last screen, as the character Sam, she basically showed that of her facing her past and confronting her fears to defeat the Ghostface killers. This kind of resilience, like bravery that she showed in that movie, exactly what Wonder Woman embodies. And I feel like Melissa Breda, she has the look and she has the build to be an awesome Wonder Woman if James Gunn decides to move on for Gal Gadot. So Breda has also proven she can handle the dark side of a human's journey, something that can come in handy with the gritty Wonder Woman reboot. On to back to Batman Brave and the Bold. Back, back to the Batman family. <laughs> now, you can kind of tell Batman's one of my favorite superheroes. So. You hear a lot of Batman 
my DC. <laughs> On to Leo Hardy. Leo Hardy will be my Dick Grayson. DC is in a full treat with James Gunn and Peter Safran. And hmm, Batman Brave and the Bull is a perfect op- opportunity for Leo Hardy to shine as Dick Grayson, a.k.a. Nightwing. Dick Grayson is a character with a rich history and background. Originally, he was a young acrobat who joined the Wayne family after his parents were murdered. Bruce took him in, raised him as his own son, training him to be the first Robin. Then he eventually grew up and wanted to forge his own path and decided to be Nightwing and became one of the most prominent members of the Jack, of the Batman family. Leo Hardy, I feel like he has the athleticism and charm that's a perfect fit for Dick Grayson. And it doesn't hurt that he's a fantastic martial artist. He also does martial arts. So this helps in his realistic fight scenes. So as a young actor, as Leo Hardy is, he has the potential to grow into the role and portray Nightwing over the course of several films. You can have him be the Dick Grayson. We see him grow as the first Robin and then eventually transitioning into Nightwing. So you can hire him for that. For several films, you can watch his growth. And also, Howard has proven his acting chops, making him a solid choice for the part. Now, back to The Flash. I'll have Grant Gustin come back. Grant Gustin, he played Barry Allen in the Arrow universe. He'd been playing that character since 2013. And I feel like, despite um, Ezra Miller and his issues with the media, I feel like Gunn should move away from him. You maybe you can cast him as somebody else. I don't know who else you'll cast him as, but you can move on, move away from him as Flash. You could bring in Grant Gustin and bring him into the universe as your Flash. Now, on to the Marvel news. We already have the Blade um, MCU reboot who will reportedly be rated R. And it's set in a Pacific period, possibly adding a darker and more nostalgic element to the film. The rumored plot so far is going to be Lilith, the um, villain Lilith. She is like the daughter of the vampires, something like that. She is going at the Blade's daughter, Blood, to get um, create an army of daywalkers, hinting at a new and dangerous threat. So basically, Lilith is going to be coming at the Blade's daughter, trying to get his her blood. So she can create the new Daywalkers. And also in this reboot, it's, we already know it's coming. And it's going to be... Hopefully this makes an um, iconic vampire hit, uh, hunter's um, entrance into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hopefully we get Marvel Studios aim for a fresh take on the character. With uh, Mustafa Ali playing Blade. And with Jan Dumaine, hopefully I've seen it right... <laughs> directing in Blade Marvel Studios president um, Kevin Feige producing it hopefully this will show the Blade and help it get Marvel back on its track now on to the Marvel Phase 5 films that's coming out we're gonna have Deadpool 3 that's coming out on July 26, 2024 we've already seen the set photos set photos of Hugh Jackman in that classic orange and blue suit um, that's going to be comic accurate. Hopefully, Deadpool is a great movie. We already know it's going to be rated R, so hopefully, everybody will love it. Mm-hmm. 
Then we have Captain America Brave World coming out February 14th, 2025. This is going to be Sam Wilson's first time as Captain America on the big screen. We've seen him as Captain America in a Falcon and Winter Soldier show, which is one of my favorites Marvel Disney um, shows that was on Disney+. Plus. I really liked that. I liked the grounded feeling of the, um, Sam Wilson. I re- I feel like they could have done more with Sam Wilson, you know? But I'm waiting to see Sam Wilson as Captain America. For right now, still, my Captain America is Chris Evans. Chris Evans really killed that role. I'm waiting to see what Sam Wilson can do. He showed some bright sides to it in the Falcon and Winter Show to show. So, I want to see more. Also, we also have Harrison Ford. He'll be playing Ross. It's also the Red Hulk. This will be tying in the Thunderbolts. So, after the passing um, yeah, of William Hunt, um, Harrison Ford took over that role. Also, we having Danny Ramirez and Carl Lovely, I believe, to be reprising the role as Jock Queen Torres and Isaiah Bradley from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that is all for today. Hopefully, y'all give me y'all tips or what you want to see in the next episode for next week, just hit me up on Instagram at MG, MDJ the Doc. And hopefully, y'all have a wonderful day and stay blessed. Thank you.